When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It started with two women. And well, today, it's still two women. But not just any women. It's Laurie and Lynn. Who can turn the world on with a smile. Laurie and Lynn. Giving Northeast Pennsylvania local talk to start your weekend right. Suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. And now, celebrating their 10th year on the air on WILK News Radio, here's Laurie and Lynn. Love is all, no need to waste it. You can never turn, why don't you take it? Hi, everybody. Welcome. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Lynn, hi. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Did you have a lovely Labor Day weekend? I did. I had a busy weekend and um, a busy week. As you know, last week I took off until um, took time off, and then I was technically had right through the uh, Tuesday. So this is Thursday. We're taping. So one day under my belt, back to the grind. Okay, <laughs> well, that's great. Uh huh. So we're doing okay. That's good. And I am so happy that the weather is getting cooler. I love cooler weather. So <laughs> and I love the summer. I love it. Love love the long days. I love every. I just would prefer if we could have like seventy two and sunny with that, a little breeze. That would be Wouldn't wonderful. that be fabulous? Yes, just perfect. That would be really nice. Uh-huh. But uh, one thing I miss most of the summer passing is okay. how the days get, like, it, the darkness um, sets in. I don't, I, I wish it could just be light out all the time, like, till 8 o'clock at least. Well, to me, um, it's, I don't want to say depressing because that's too strong a word, but it just kind of makes me feel like things are closing in. You know, I don't know how else to explain that. What do you mean? When it gets dark? When it gets dark earlier and when it takes um, longer for the sun to come up in the morning. Mm -hmm. I just feel that compression of daylight. Yes, yes, yes. And it's just, um, it it gets me aggravated, I guess is the word. Because, like, for instance, last night, when I came home uh, from being in the office, I got home just about maybe 10 after 7. Yeah, you had little time, yeah. And I wanted to cook something on the grill. I know. But by the time I got the grill up and running and got the food out there, I had to turn the light on. Right. <laughs> and I said, no, <laughs> kind this of is not right. Effect, right? That, I know. Yes, it's not right. I know. And um, the other problem we have is that Mr. Calvin likes to come out with me when I'm outside on right. the grill. So if it's dark, you can't. And he, you know, he likes he to roams. play around, but mm-hmm. he doesn't go too far. I mean, I make sure that he's right there. But I realized it's getting a little hard to see him. Yeah. And I can't he's dark. tell where he yeah. is. So yeah. this is not good. 
But we did come back um, on Monday afternoon from the lake. We were there for four days. And it's just amazing for me to watch the two cats, the two of them, when they have access to a screened-in porch, and then they have the outer porch, which is wide open, mm-hmm. and how much they love being outside and just seeing all the stimulation. Watching the birds and the smells. The birds, the and... falling leaves, mm-hmm. the bees, yeah. everything. They just are so happy and so excited to be they there. They won't ever jump off that deck, will they? That no, because they, they, they gauge, you know, they can tell what's going on. They, they know how far they away they leap. are. Okay. They could, ma- they could do it. And, you know, cats always land on their right. four feet. But I think it would hurt a bit. Um, but they've never really seen anything down there that they would want to go after. You know, the, the deer that go by are just way too big. Yeah. But... Other than that, they they have fun. They chase each other all over the house. They just have a good time. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a lot of room in that oh, yeah. place at the lake, too. Yes. So. Which we will be speaking of place at the lake. We will be there Saturday night for the yes, Penn indeed. State game. Yes. Sitting in my wonderful chair. <laughs> Becomes so, yours. I love it. Um, yeah. So we're looking forward to that. But, yeah, the, this weekend was good. We, we did um, – Monday did absolutely nothing. Stayed mm-hmm. home and just did nothing. Mm-hmm. And I loved every minute of it because Friday, Saturday, Sunday night we were at my sister-in-law Mara uh, McGowan's house for a party. And um, Saturday night we were at my sister's house because your your dear Annie Faith's birthday. So we have to wish. Case we did we wish her a happy birthday? I don't, I don't think know. we so did. So Annie Faith, happy birthday! A little bit belated, and um, my cousin Sharon Leboutier's birthday is um, the sixth of September. So okay. you got to give her a big happy birthday if you see her. Mm-hmm. But um, so, and then Friday, I forget what. I, oh, Friday took a ride to. Um, uh, oh, right over the bridge to a stand in New Jersey because I told you on I, maybe I did we we uh, had uh, maybe I taught we were saying this because we taped that piece but I we went to Marita's um, a fun restaurant in Stroudsburg that I loved like a Tex-Mex place so we went over the ri- the bridge over the Delaware to a, a stand in. Jersey to get a few more tomatoes and then came back and had dinner. So it was a nice little trip. Um, the traffic's going the opposite direction, so mm-hmm. that was good. And uh, it was nice. I've been looking for some of those what? stands where they sell the Jersey peaches. Yeah. Jersey peaches are so juicy. Yeah, see, I, I like them. the braces at the farmer's <sighs> market. They're really good. And that's another question. Monday, what? Wednesday, Friday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Friday? No, Monday, Wednesday, the, the Friday. The Scranton Co-op is mon- Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and they're open now, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. They've been open since. They're always they open. Their opening coincides every year right around the same time as Novena starts, the seventeenth of of July. July. So it's always right around that that they're in the same time. Okay. And um, yeah, I've only been once, but I was there last week, and I got a couple things. Um, I always get my honey from Brace braces and i got some peach i got peaches and um my good friend across the way elizabeth graves has the best best um beets that she cans mm-hmm. and they are so good so red beets some anyway i went there and got some of those but um 
And then, of course, there's all there's Mike Culinary, who's has sells a lot of things from the farmers market at the Mulberry Bush because his wife is a Hopkins, and so she they get a lot of things that are great, and they're open I th- almost every day. I think one day they're closed. It might be Monday, but I think they're closed. They're open every other day, and you can stop in and get things there. Well, that's good. We've had um, we went last weekend with my sister and brother-in-law, who made a guest shot. Um, at the lake on Saturday into Sunday, we went to the Settlers Inn, and yeah. we sat out on I the terrace. I think you said that on the show last week. When well, did you go? Well, that was the week before. Oh, you I was went there twice? With him. Jeez. Yes. So this is last weekend. God, you love that place. It just so happened. I mean, we rarely go more than twice a year, but it just happened <sighs> that my brother-in-law, Dave, has some um, so tinnitus. Oh, my God. Yeah, and and so it's hard for him to be in enclosed places because it, the the noise is so loud. So I thought, well, there's a terrace in the back, right? And let's go out there. So that's the reason why we went back, and we all had wonderful dinner as usual. And the setting couldn't have been more perfect. It was about seventy three degrees when we got there. Yeah, it went down to maybe sixty eight. And then we came home, and it was it was just really great. It's really Wonderful. nice there. Yeah, so everybody now is uh, talking about getting our boats out of the lake and where are we going to keep them for the year, for the winterizing them and everything. And that's just, that's also very sad. I know. Because it's really the, it's over. You know, at some point when you get through Labor Day and you start to see all the people driving on Route 507 or whatever it is with the boats on trailers, you know, they're taking them home. Yeah, but it's, you know, this too shall pass and I know, But then it just seems like it comes on and there's so much rain and other junk that the last five weekends have just been spectacular. Really? Just Gorgeous. wonderful. I know. And you just wish you could do more of that because it's just so pleasant to be out on a boat in a lake. Mm-hmm. With very, spiders. very soothing. With spiders. It's a wonderful thing. With spiders. Yes, with spiders. <laughs> and I want you to know that yesterday when I was in the office, Don't I walked tell out. Me. Yeah, I walked out into the hallway and there was this little guy rooming along on the floor. <laughs> George was there. You were thinking of me, weren't you? I was. Mm-hmm. And I said, Did George, George kill him? No. George won't kill anything. Well, what did he do with him? Nothing. I Just I let had, him roam? I had a tissue, and I picked him up. And put him outside? And put him outside in one Good. of the plants. And Good said, girl. there you go, dude. There you go. So we were all happy that Yeah, I don't like to kill any of them. No. I don't. I, it's, but I can't. They're creepy and spooky. No. And, oh, God. But anyway... Um, well, the, the cats are having fun in the in the basement at the lake because apparently some crickets got inside. <laughs> so, they go in the basement? I don't know how they got in there. Well, we had a um, a refrigerator delivered two weeks ago, a oh, new okay. one. Can, so, do you, is your basement open? Like there are are there sliding doors? Yes. From, oh, so yeah. that's good. There's a lot so of light. So when down they there. had that open, uh, that probably some of the bugs came in. Yeah. yeah. But I went downstairs last weekend and. And I saw this one thing hopping around, and mm-hmm. I, it just, you had to watch the two cats was so funny. They Were didn't they know trying what to, to do get with it? it. Yes, but then it would it would just jump up in front of them. It would scare them. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then they would do that thing with the paw. You know, Uh they're trying to play with it. Oh, gosh, it was funny. Like for hours, they would go down there and do that. But anyway, um, we had a wonderful time last weekend. It was really nice. A lot of people visited in the last couple weeks and stayed overnight. And it was great. It was just, it's as Patrick has said many times, this is what, this is what we bought this house for. I said, "What is that?" He said, "To have people oh, and yeah. friends come well, up and be a part of it." Oh. That's a good thing. He says it ten times. By if the he way, says it I'm once. just looking at you with the glasses. I thought you were getting new ones. Yes, yeah, so did I. You didn't get there you yet. Never got around it. <gasps> you, yeah, you kind of, I know. Because I'm looking, I'm thinking they're it's, the no, same. No, it's one of those things on my list. Okay, maybe you should get the same one as Patrick, and you can match like um, no. like Harry Potter. Look, Mm-mm-mm. what do you think? No, I just wanted to get the tortoise frames. I, That's I like what you're them. getting, like big ones kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. I love them. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll get those. Where I are have you going to gonna get them? Where? Yeah. I'm not sure where. Okay. I'm not when sure. When we get out in the car, I'm going to have you try on a pair that I have that, of course, are fake because, you know, I don't wear glasses. <laughs> so they're just clear lenses, but they're gorgeous, and they're Tom Ford, and I got them at Northeast Eye, and they're tortoise. So okay. I want you to see what you think. When we go out, okay, All right. take okay. a look at them and see. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love them. So um, how is your garden growing out in the back? Oh, you not, haven't said anything not, because, about no, it. No, because what happened was last year we had a real high, like, chicken wire built with, um, you know, wood, and— it would the the animals stayed away, and then yeah. when the tree fell on it, they ne- they ripped it down and they never put it. So it was just a raised bed. And what happens is there's all kind of creatures. There's actually a groundhog in my house in the oh, back of my yeah. yard. Yep. So he was attacking everything. Yep. And so we got a few peppers, a few tomatoes. The eggplants are they're all gone. Everything like that. It just now the hot peppers they won't eat. So mm-hmm. they were fine, some of those kind of um, peppers, but it just wasn't. So th- we found a new system to do for next year. So Good. Because what's the point of doing it if all the animals are just going to eat them? I don't that's, know how people keep them away. That's the same thing that you I said about the have to build it high lake. enough so they don't get in. If I did, I'd have to have the whole thing with um, what they call those kind of fences that go all the way around the yeah. entire thing. And it's kind of goofy looking. It is, but that's the only way you can. I we know. found one. I'll show you when it's made with cedar wood and like chicken wire or something. It's yes. cool. Okay. I'll show you. Joe found it. I'll show you it. All right. So anyway, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn show, and we will be right back. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of the Laurie and Lynn show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. 
Here's Lori and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, which is a financial planning firm specifically designed for the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, and I'm the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. So I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you think you have any fun in your life? Me? Yeah. Sure, every day. What do you do? I laugh. I practical joke. I'm a practical joker. I find um, humor in many, many things. I laugh at myself mostly. And, yeah, I always find quick-witted ways of of having fun, and that makes me feel fun. Like laughing and being lighthearted and stuff like that make me feel like I'm having fun. Um, I'm starting dance lessons tonight. There we go. Swing. I'm doing a swing. I'm going to attempt. I told you my knee. I just so going to say, how are you going to do that I'm, with Well, I'm going to see. Deb told me I could do the class and see how I make out and go from there. So I'm okay. going to um, do that. I'm starting my painting, which I may have may or may not have mentioned last Monday, starting Monday night. And so those are things that I have fun. It takes me... Um, to you know, like going to the gym and doing spinning, I like to do, but like that's pounding away on it with your feet and blah blah blah, and it's not fun. It's just something you do. Um, but but the dance class is fun. I've done it before and I've loved it. I love to paint. That to me is fun. I I find when I say fun, and I think my idea of fun is that what you asked originally. Yeah. I'm off on a tangent. I I find fun different than most people. I don't have to always. Do 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 like I find think thinking like rearranging a, something in my house, decorating, uh, thinking about what to do, how to put something, what I want to do next in my home. Where that to me is fun. Mm-hmm. I love to think like that in I'm, my mind. I'm so. asking you the question because one of the things that I think many people um, miss. And we've talked about this before, but when you think about retirement, you think of it only financially. And then you say, well, okay, but now I've got 24-7, 365 days a year. What do I do to fill that in? And then people naturally gravitate to kind of uh, volunteerism. Maybe they go and do some – they get gym memberships. They do something like that. But never do people ever talk about having fun as part of what they want to do when they retire. It's kind of anecdotal. But okay. I'm saying that in this one particular article I was reading, it really made me stop and think. It's um, the National Association of Baby Boomer Women, which is a thing. And I didn't – I think I mentioned it maybe once can or twice we join before. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> I would love to. And it's, it's great. But that's one of these women who contributed an article talked about what do you do to have fun. Mm-hmm. And it's not just – funniness like like to laugh at things or yeah. do the joking but physically what things do you but do but that is that is physical though well it it is but what i'm talking about is it's kind of it, it is sporadic it's not necessarily something you plan scheduled. to do to have yeah, yeah. okay and like so white water rafting or, or swimming whatever or, it is that you think is fun yeah um like you're talking about swing dancing and doing other things to you that's fun yeah. it's not just exercise yeah right it's fun right and i started looking at that and saying all right from now on 
Wednesday afternoons, I'm going to take some time off, and I put it right in my calendar. You have to. And I am going to do some things that I just love to do. Like what? I don't know. That's the problem. <laughs> and so I, if I reversed the, the, this on, it said, what, what do you do to have fun? What would you say? I have no answer. That's why I was asking. Because for fun, for me, I, you know, I go back and think about it. And I think, what is it that I would do that to me was for fun? And I thought about the things. I go back to what are the things I did as a kid? When, when you never had any kind of restrictions on your life or whatever mm-hmm. it was, and you could just freely go do things that you love to do. And I think, did I talk about the Crayola crayons? Did I tell you about no. that? One of the things that I discovered when I was doing some work with um, speech writing was to, uh, one of the questions was, what are one of the things you love to do that you can think about when you were a kid that you really loved? And I, it, it just instantaneously came to me that my one of my greatest pleasures in life was to get a brand new box of 64 Crayola oh, crayons yeah. and to have the all of them of looking the same. Mm-hmm. They all had the fine points on them. And then in the front, you'd the have the, sharpener, the sharpener. Yeah. And I would just love to take anything I could get my hands on, any paper, and just start drawing. And I loved it, and I loved the colors. I just loved everything about it. And I said, you know what? i got to do that again. And I don't want, I don't want the felt-tip markers. They are not fun. I want the crayons, and it's really hard to find them. <laughs> well, could you? Can you? You know those books, those adult coloring books. Yeah, oh that yeah, are out? I got can them. Can you use color, Can you use crayons, or do you have to use markers? You can on use those? crayons or you pencils. Can, I you guess, can use crayons pencils if you want to. You can. And I, but one of the things that I loved to do, and I still, and I have a picture of it in my office. You know when you go to some places at restaurants, they have those tables yeah, and that you can have the, draw and scribble. Yeah, yeah, and for kids, right? They give you a couple dorky crayons. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, none of them have points. No, and they don't even have the wrap around them. <laughs> it's a mess. Yeah. <laughs> well, I push everything aside. And you write. You do. And you no, draw. I just take a free form, like a pencil or something, if I have it, or even a pen. And just draw these squiggly things all over the place and make the last two pieces connect so that it's just an abstract piece of something. And then I start taking the crayons and filling them in arbitrarily, different colors all over the place. Uh And I love it because it just creates something absolutely unique. Nobody else has ever seen it. Nobody else will ever do it again. And it's just therapeutic. I also like doing those things. I bought several of them that you talked about, the adult coloring books. Love them. But again, they're too restrictive. Well, can't, so wouldn't you want to take a painting class or something? No, because the painting class makes you draw on the lines. No, you don't. I don't want to do that. I th- no. I've done them. I told you I have one, and I threw it out because I thought it was really stupid looking. No, you don't. But I did. Well, I'm telling you, I'm taking a petite class with Judy Ushuk, and that is your own freehand That's painting. That's different. And, and wax. And I I've might done, like to do that. And I've done several. I've done five in the past through the years, and I two of them I framed. And I had an artist friend who came to my house before they were framed, and he said I would buy those. Well, From another to, artist. Okay, but you have to tell me about this because so, I'm thinking drawing like the stuff you did 
with Diane. With Diane, Baldi. and I love to do that when when we do that at Mansoor's, which we I, I hopefully she's going to start again. Or Catherine Squoven at Spirited Art does right. that all the time. And if you if you want me to to and I don't know if you do, but I would be happy to meet you and take a, a, t- go for class there if you wanted to do that too, or come with me to Judy's on a Monday night. There you go. I think that's what we I should think do. you should do it. Yes, because I just really because if you're that. into the drawing part of it and that's appealing to you, the color and the movement of your you you probably would like this other. It takes you to me when I'm doing that, and I used to love because two of my favorite things were as a kid was yes crayons and coloring book because I always had to be within the lines and perfect, mm-hmm. and play doh using play-doh i love the smell of it to this day and i used to make things and the i just loved to use my hands to do that so that i used to go to these pot like they were like pottery places Mm -hmm. and you could paint on a pot and it was all years ago at long beach island with my kids we we went to beading classes because they had you know just beat it it was the name of the one store which my kids loved and they would do um ankle bracelets and Mm -hmm. you know funky things with leather and it was so much fun and that kind of stuff that creative stuff is so much fun to me because it takes me totally out of where I am, I forget where I am when I'm doing it. And exactly. that's being in the zone, being in the moment, being where you need that's, to be. That's what I need. And, and Judy Ushak is an incredible teacher. Okay. Incredible. So okay. you, you, you would really like that. And as, as Diane, Diane's, you never, did you ever come with us to any of those? Diane Baldy does a beautiful job with that as well. So you okay. should, you know, look at that and that's start doing things do. like that. But you're right. You have to put it into your schedule or you won't do it. And you can't make Correct. an excuse, like, oh, I'm not going to do it. You know, you, you, you have to put it in and say it's part of what you're doing for the day. Find an excuse not to just do it. Just do it. Right. Yes, indeed. Do something. The Eagles song, Do Something. One of my favorites. <laughs> well, okay. All right. We handled that one. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the other thing is that you, I think about this in the context of – when I, I talk to clients about what do they want to do when they retire and what things have a financial component to them so that I can make sure it's included in the financial planning. And nobody ever talks about those things. They talk about travel. Well, travel's no, fun. fun for and for a lot of people, that is fun. Mm-hmm. They love it. Yeah. But just even adding things to your I hate to use the word budget because it's not really spending, but let's just say that you're going to take a course every month and it costs 45 bucks. Learning. Put that in Mm -hmm. there. Yes. Put that in there. And and I think that's one of the things that we have to start thinking about. This woman um, talks about a book that's called Shifting Gears um, to Your Life and Work After Retirement. And I think that's... That's a great idea. I, I just Marie Langworthy is her name, and she just did a second edition. And it says in her current retirement career, she's fulfilling her long-held compulsion to write. Her new work takes the form of writing books, blogs, and copy for client websites. Marie is living proof that you can realize your dream job after retiring, but you need to do more than wish for it. You must will it to happen. Her yeah. mantra, you think it, 
I write it. There you go. <laughs> well, it's true. That's, I love those it. are things we have to. You ha- and, and not even before retirement. Do it while you're. Oh like, yeah. I actually, I have fun doing my job too. In all honesty, not. I don't mean to sound cliche. I do. Yes. I enjoy working. I enjoy what I do. I have fun with it. Now it doesn't mean all the time. It drives you could drive you crazy. But I do have fun doing being creative and thinking and doing those meeting goals. Those are fun things for me. Mm-hmm. They're not just okay. I have to do it. So I think we. You need, but. You need to incorporate that, those other little special things that you don't always do. So So let's have fun, y'all. Yes, there you go. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to ERA. We're listening to. You're with ERA One Source Realty, uh, Leah Jenikopoulos and Phil Godleski, and you're listening to the Laurie and Lynch Show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da! Laurie Cadden and her 20 plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357 8399, 357 8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L A U R I E, at lauriecadden.com, L A U R I E C A D D E N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Okay, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. And uh, this with us today is our guest expert, Leah Jenikopoulos, who is the business development director for ERA One Source Realty. Do you get that all in? Good. And also joining us is Phil Godleski, who is associate who is an associate broker with ERA One Source Realty and ERA Elite. Is that how it is, Phil? Team is leader at Team ERA leader ERA Elite. Elite. And Correct. you're brand new to this group of people. Brand new, just joined. We so young. we're gonna talk a little bit about all the stuff happening with ERA. And where we're at. So, who wants to start? Leah, do you, have, do you want to start at all? Or sure. Go ahead. Yeah, so, I'm just, we have a bunch of new stuff obviously going on at ERA. I'm sure everyone saw the paper and our big announcement. So, that's a great thing that we did. And um, a new program we're going to have rolling out to all our buyers and sellers, and it's only branded to ERA. So, that's going to be something to look forward to in October towards November. And that's free to our buyers and sellers. I'm not going to give out too much information until we completely roll it out, but it's something really positive we have coming. And we have another announcement coming at the end of the month, which is kind of just like um, really good news for us as well. So, you know, just like a little power. Tease. Tease. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, <laughs> But then we took on a team. So you know how, like, we're a big family at ERA, so we're really proud of that. And then everyone, you know, is all together. So now we added another team because when our 
team thing when we go to corporate they have us cheer team era so right now we just added to our team and i have phil here and he's going to be able to tell us more about what we did and how we're growing as a family at era phil welcome thank you uh yeah like leah said i'm i'm super excited to join everything that era has going on and what leah mentioned uh the couple surprises that are due you know coming in september and october i'm actually aware of those too and it's really really great stuff not only for the company, but I think the people and the real estate community in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Um, I'm really excited to be on board there. Our team members are really excited to be on board there. I think it's really where the future of real estate is is going to be over the next decade. Um, there's been a lot of you know companies that have that have come and gone throughout the years in Northeastern Pennsylvania as far as real estate companies go, and ERA is a 30-year reputation now. Uh, really strong leadership with with Nisha and Sunita. Leah's doing a fantastic job over there, and I'm just I'm really happy to join and and you know do what I could to to make them even better. How many years have you been in the biz? Oh man, it feels like forever. Um, I got licensed in 2006, I believe okay. it was my first full year. Uh, I sold houses just as a regular realtor, not a broker or anything, team leader, none of that stuff, uh, for about 10 years. In 2015, I started my own real estate company, and right. I've run that for the last four years. Uh, you know, there's, there's, I loved running the company. I thought it was great. I loved recruiting agents, training agents, teaching agents, making agents' lives better. There were agents that came to our company that weren't even in the real estate industry before that we kind of trained and propelled them into some of the top agents in the area. So that was all great. But at the same time of doing that, running the business, the marketing, the advertising, talking to the vendors. It's it's a big thing. So it takes away from what you really want to do. Exactly. Right? And yeah. and one of the reasons the, the <clears throat> I guess this team at ERA and the structure that we have and the platform that we have kind of gives me the best of both worlds. Um, being able to sell like I used to sell for the first ten years of my career, plus managing a small group. We currently have about eight or nine members on our team, including myself. Probably gonna expand to maybe ten or twelve and then maybe a couple after that, seeing how things go. But now I'm able to sell again. And one thing that I really liked doing in the first part of my career career was that. You would meet somebody new almost every every day. You would attend their closing, see the smiles on their face, meet their family, uh, really get to know them, create friends, even past the closing. And when I was running the company, my previous company, it just all of that kind of fell away. I still had certain parts of the, the business that I liked running the business. I loved running the business. There was no doubt about that. But a lot of what I came to like in real estate kind of fell through the cracks. Now with ERA and having the support of, you know, Leah, Sunita, Nisha, it's fantastic because it kind of takes me back to where I was when I started, but yet I still have the ability to cultivate and, and, and lead a group. Lead a group and uh -huh. hopefully change people's lives like I have in the last four years. Yeah, I think real estate, Phil, and I think Leah, you would agree, in like not unlike most business, you you're with an organization or just use a bank, for instance. Let's compare them to mm -hmm. a real estate company. You can be a banker at a bank for so many years and then switch to another bank. And even though originally you were competitors, now you're working for the other institution and you do your best there. It's just, it happens 
in, in so many different industries right. that originally your competition, which in most cases you can get along, not get along, you can all I – mean, it works. In real estate, it seems to do that. It, that's one of the businesses I find, real estate, where you can really be at odds with someone from a different um, company or work beautifully with them because mm-hmm. let's happen with every co-broker uh, situation. You're going to you have to work with them. But it's amazing how it's really just about business. It's not a personal thing. It's mm-hmm. a business relationship that creates the craziness of making sure you're you know, standing up for what you believe in in your own business. And then sometime down the road, sometimes you look at it and think, hey, you know what? I could go and work for that person now or with that person. Yep. And as much as I was on, at odds with them business-wise on the other side years before, mm-hmm. it's amazing how it all kind of melds together and everybody works because I think we always go back to, and Sunit is the master at this, it's business. <laughs> it's not personal. She is. You can argue and yell and fight, and that's about business. I'm not saying if you, you – I'm just using this. Right. Most people don't in business. But if it comes to that level – you can still move beyond that, and she is like that. Like you could, you could go toe to toe, and then she's like, "Let's meet for a drink." So mm-hmm. you just don't. It's not you have that in this industry. I think it happens and more in this than industry, anything. You need to be like that. You cannot hold anything personal. No, you, it's I ridiculous. Mean, so, and I mean, joking around last week. So when we had the formal announcement last week, I had to call Phil for all the marketing, and the first thing he said, he's like, "Oh, now we're on the same territory. See? We're not competitors anymore." There you know, you go. he's like, That's what "It's I good mean. to work on the same side." So yeah, you gotta be like that, especially. In this business because you never know what could happen you know so i think that's um i think that's a good way to be i couldn't agree more i think that uh for the last four years sanita and i were direct competitors yeah like you said laurie and she would recruit agents away from me i would recruit agents away from her we would have you know bickerings about that yeah uh i called sanita on a friday and by monday we had a deal done to that, join ERA. And that's it. For four years, we were like complete right. competitors yeah. on opposite sides of the fence. Yeah. And, you know, what, what you and Leah just said are, are absolutely right. If you make strong enemies and you, you know, kind of mingle that between personal and business affairs, that's the worst thing you could do in any business, right. whether it's real estate, right. mortgage, you right. know, banking, like you said, anything. And uh, me and Sunita, I don't think we, we've ever actually done that. I think we left. Personal, personal, and business, business, and nothing is more evident because if I mean, yeah, I mean, this I wouldn't is be like here if the not. perfect, yeah, yeah, I mean, well, you know, the, it's a great show of class of like how like look at anyone could do it if point. you put Ex- it aside. It's a situation of like class poise and like, hey, here we want all the same goal at the end of Absolutely. the day, and, like, and again, do creating it together. this. Just as the, the beautiful email that Nisha wrote, because I always have to say I also sell real estate. That's a great Not email. very often, but I do, and I'm with the RA. So you know, yeah, Ray, yeah, hooray for Sunita. But I'm—I don't mean because I'm there. I just mean hooray, Sunita. <laughs> but I think she, when you look at these things, getting more business in and more listings and to sell and to help your clients with more people with with their boots on the ground mm-hmm. for your your company just it, it makes a big difference and i just always think that you are representing your client they're the one paying you so you have to be strong and powerful and make sure everything's going right and whether that you know and the other person's doing the same thing and that's why that kind of battle sort of for lack of a better term happens because you're looking out for your client yeah that's really what it's all about it's not about you know who's the best this who's the best that who has the best marketing branding it's about helping it's about helping the real estate clients and in any way that you could whether it's a buyer or a seller or whatever you have to put your client in the best possible position for them to succeed 
succeed at whatever they're trying to do. They rely on us as real estate professionals so heavily, they often don't know what to do by themselves. Mm -hmm. They're they're really leaning on us. And when you have all that extracurricular stuff going on in the background, it doesn't help anybody. So I think with, you know, myself and, and the team, joining our ERA with what they already have in place, plus what we could offer to, to maybe make things even better, hopefully, in the future. Um, I think that that's really going to be beneficial to the to the community around and, us. And I like to bring this out to the op- in the open because mm-hmm. it's not like you can't say, oh, we're here and we don't talk about anything that what you did before, where you were. Because everybody had a past. Everybody right. has something. And that's the reason why you then look attractive to the other person in, in this business because you see what they've done. That's right. Instead Absolutely. of, oh, well, we're not going to talk. Well, yeah, we're talking about it. This is what your past experience was, Phil, as you so beautifully said, how it led up to this decision. And here you are yep. back to what you really want to do, regardless of whatever it's taking care of the of the client. I've had fun for the first time in the last two years, over the last seven days, eight days since this all has been mm-hmm. going down. Like I, I could actually breathe. I could talk to the agents on my team. Right. I've had many conversations with Leah, with Nisha, with Sunita, We've had many different meetings, and it's I'm, I'm actually having fun again. Yeah. Uh, and I had a lot of fun when I was running the company when the company first started. And then as it grew and as it got bigger and as things, you know, developed on a business level, the fun, the business side of it took over and the fun kind of dissipated. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I think that's kind of what ERA is all about from what I've seen so far. I think that they're, they're having a lot of fun, but yet they're representing clients the way that they're supposed to be represented. And they're not shy to tell anybody about it, and that's exactly where I where I want to be with the team. And we need to throw Lynn in on this because she's been quiet over there because we've been monopolizing. I'm, I'm just However, waiting. But the, <laughs> Lynn, you you see this going on because Lynn rents space for her business in the in the uh, the main office, and so Lynn's kind of like part of the family, yeah, even though she is. isn't. She's you know <laughs> out there floating around on the uh, yes. periphery. But you must, Lynn, you pick up this and you see all this stuff oh, happening. Yeah, Stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's good that all this you there's a lot of energy, isn't there, Lynn? There that is. These, it there just is, happens. and it's all good energy. Yeah. That's the thing I wanted to say that there's a very upbeat. Um, I guess it's a culture. We'll call it right. that culture of there's ERA culture. in that particular office mm-hmm. that I think is very engaging, and I think people uh, take great pride in what they do. And they really want to make sure that the clients are taken care of. There's no question about it. Right. Phil, one of the things I wanted to ask you is what what is the what does the elite team mean? So what I tried to do was I tried to do with ERA Elite what I was doing with my previous company, except on a much smaller scale. So the team members that we have, most of which are are quite young. I would say two or three of them are thirty and under, most of them are forty and under. Um, I really wanted to take somebody that had a lot of potential to be a really good sales agent and train them to the max, introduce them to the best marketing and branding that they could possibly have, and just watch their careers evolve. With such a small group, only 8 to 10, maybe, like I said, in the future, 12 agents, I think that I'm capable of doing what I did with my prior company just on a smaller scale while working for ERA. And another thing to commend Leah a little bit, I've been watching from afar as a competitor what ERA and what Leah's been doing and, and the program she's running and all of that stuff, which is you know supported by Sunita and, and Nisha, and it's fantastic. It's exactly what I was doing previously, 
And now that we're working together, I just think we could really propel that. The team is going to be able to serve clients in a different way than an individual agent could because you get a lot more attention from a lot more team members. There's a lot of benefits of having a, a group of people that are highly trained, highly motivated, instead of just one person that maybe you can't get in touch with. If anybody's out there that has had that type of problem, I can't get in touch with my realtor, you know, I, I have questions that need to be answered. That's kind of what a team of, uh, you know, a small group of real estate professionals led by an individual that works for a great company, that solves all those problems. So I think that's, that's what we're And tell us how do. everybody can get in touch with you. Uh, two ways. Uh, you, first of all, you could call 570-586-SELL, S-E-L-L, that's 7355, last four digits. Uh, that's the main office line, which I believe is getting routed to my cell phone. So I could answer that at any time if you want to talk. Uh, text messages could go to my cell phone number, 570-780-4567, or you could email us. Uh, email address is phil at era-elite.com. That's era-elite.com. Reach out to us, talk to us. You know, we'll, we'll be able to customize a plan for whatever your, your real estate goals may be. Great. Thank you very much, Leah. Phil, good luck. Welcome aboard. Thank you. And uh, we will see you next time. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. Powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.